Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. You may get called upon to lead meetings as a part of your job or volunteer activities. Make them pleasant and productive by learning how to help people feel engaged and stick to the schedule. These guidelines and coping techniques for tricky situations that may occur during your meetings will help you accomplish your purpose. Now, I have the privilege to lead a lot of meetings and to participate in a lot of meetings. I want to let you know that if you follow these general guidelines that we're going to discuss, you will be able to achieve the goals of your meeting. So, let's start with just some basic guidelines for facilitating meetings. Begin by sticking to the schedule. (laughs) One of the most common complaints about meetings is a failure to stick to the plan. Therefore, it's essential to start and end on time. If needed, appoint a timekeeper to back you up. Be sure to publish an agenda. Make it easier for people to prepare by distributing a detailed agenda in advance. Review it at the start of the session for any additions or changes that need to be made. Set a maximum time for each topic so you stay on track. A good practice to put into place is to check with people prior to the meeting once you've sent the agenda. Ask them to bring any copies or research material or any information that they feel is necessary 
to the meeting. Let them know how many people will be there so they'll have enough material to share with everyone. Remember to tailor your facilitation style to the group. The best approach depends on the experience and preferences of the group you're working with. For example, some organizations may follow strict protocols, while others enjoy less formal discussions. Make sure that you let the group know prior to the meeting as maybe as a part of your agenda, what type of meeting this will be. If it's a brainstorming session, let them know that up front so they come prepared to participate. You must set ground rules. Prevention is usually the best strategy for dealing with conflict. So if you know that disagreements are likely to occur, use ground rules to encourage respectful and constructive dialogue. One way is to be tough on issues rather than on people. Always test your equipment. Ensure your laptops, microphones, and conference call lines are working before the meeting starts. People are likely to mentally wander off if they spend too long struggling with technology. You want to stay focused on the meeting's purpose by identifying objectives for each agenda item. Then, Develop action plans for implementing or implementation of decisions and assign responsibilities for follow-up tasks. Now, I want to discuss some coping techniques for common challenges to productive meetings. Get people talking and keep them talking. Give everyone a chance to contribute. So go around the table and ask to hear from people who haven't spoken yet. Watch for subtle signals like facial expressions and body language that may suggest someone is waiting for an opening to contribute. Conversely, make sure you stop people from talking too much. If a handful of people dominate the meeting, use ground rules to establish a speaking order. Tactfully encourage people to wrap up long speeches. When appropriate, dividing into a small group may help to balance the discussion. Also, try to remain neutral. The role of a leader is to enable a productive group process and open discussion. Therefore, stay objective to avoid imposing your personal opinions. This is especially important because as a leader, 
your statements will carry more weight. One of the things that I do in meetings that I lead is I do not speak on the topic until I've heard from everyone and we are at the point to either close the discussion or to make a decision. And I do that intentionally because as the leader, I influence the decision-making process. And I want to ensure that I hear from everyone and get their best thoughts. So remember, you must stay objective and not impose your personal opinions as the leader. Figure out how to overcome impasses. Because you will experience that. So, for example, if you sense there's going to be trouble reaching a consensus, try pointing out the common ground and agreements you've already reached. Now, if you're voting, take a poll to see if more discussion is needed to reach a decision. Suggest tabling topics that seem resistant to being resolved quickly. Then you can appoint a committee to study them further and report back. You also need to do your best to minimize distractions. Having a meeting is difficult when everyone is texting or on their laptop. So start with an announcement for individuals to close their laptops and to turn phones off or put them on silent and to please step outside for emergency calls. As any classroom teacher knows, side conversations will usually subside if you move in the participant's direction. Lastly, take time for team building at the start of the meeting. If the group is unfamiliar with each other or lacks cohesion, do a round of introductions and play some icebreaker games. Serve lunch or pre-meeting snacks to provide some social time together. Skillful facilitation creates an environment where all meeting participants feel comfortable working together toward common goals. Now you can help everyone feel like they can contribute, manage conflicts with finesse, and guide the discussion toward the outcomes the group seeks. When you do, you'll become a more valued leader and will be pleased with the results. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. 
Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.